We all received palms today. We processed palms held in our hands into this church. And we might ask the question, why? Why do we have palms today? I mean, it's a certain rite of passage, I think, for a Catholic growing up that day that they figure out how to fold it into a cross. But I think that it's more than that. This is more than just Catholic origami. No, the palm has deep meaning. What is that meaning? Palm branches were used on occasions of festivity. Whenever there was a great triumph, whenever somebody won a a, a race or won in the games, they were granted palms. When the king or a conqueror returned gloriously triumphant into his hometown, palms were raised. And the people would sing because they were rejoicing because somebody had won. A foe had been conquered. And that's exactly why we have our palms today. We are not only imitating those who welcomed Jesus into Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, but we're also in solidarity with those who in heaven have their palms. In the seventh chapter of the book of Revelation, we hear that the saints have palms in heaven. Why? Because they've achieved that final victory. Our life has a point, it's not meaningless. It all points to whether we embrace the victory in Christ, our Savior, or just settle for the defeat that this world gives. We have that choice today. Having been given palms, do we live in a way worthy of that palm? Because those specifically that in Christian art are depicted with palms are the martyrs. Those are those who said, My life in Christ is even more important than my biological life. There were those who would be able to laugh at all of the world's threats, saying, what, you're going to be mad at me? Really? That doesn't bother me too much. Oh, you're going to insult me. You're going to beat me. You're even going to kill me, take my life? You can't take my Christ from me, so I'm not scared of you. It's that kind of a faith that the church calls us to today by putting palms in our hands. By putting these palms in our hands, the church says, embrace the victory and live as one who has already won in Christ. We have already conquered. But why is it that we live in a way that is so defeated? Well, I think it's because we end up really playing up to the role that the church gives us in today's reading. Right? The crowd has the worst lines. I'm so sorry. It just rips us up inside to have to say these things. No, we want Barabbas. Crucify him, crucify him. And that's the point. It's meant to remind us of those times that we've said that through our actions. Because every mortal sin is us saying, crucify him once more. Every time that I choose my will over God's, and I decide that even though I know something is wrong, I'm going to do it, I'm saying crucify him. I'm choosing myself, this little Barabbas, over Christ Jesus. And the church wants us to reflect deeply on this so that we can enter into this Holy Week and really embrace conversion. To really be able to say, Lord, 
All of those things that I hated just having to say, I say them throughout the years, throughout the year in so many different ways. Lord, whether it be that I accuse other people like the crowd was accusing Peter, or whether it be that I interrogate God saying, why aren't you the way that I want you to be? Right? That's essentially what the crowd did. They greeted him as a Messiah. And within the week, were yelling, crucify him. It's not that they were bipolar. It's that they expected a Messiah that was really just going to be their servant. Now, not, not this humble servant that is Jesus Christ, but one who would just do their bidding, do what they wanted him to do, overthrow the Romans, bring us into great power and glory. But that's not the type of Messiah Jesus was. And we might think, oh, they were so silly back then. I know better. I don't know. Maybe you do. But very often I find myself frustrated with God because he's not doing my bidding. He doesn't realize that he's supposed to be my genie. He's supposed to grant my wishes. He's supposed to do what I say. And then things don't work out. And I say, well, God, maybe you're not as loving as I thought you were. And we throw these little temper tantrums and we're no better than those crowds. But this week, this holiest of weeks, is our chance to embrace these palms, claim Christ's victory, convert in our hearts from these temper tantrum throwing crowds that are so fickle. They just go from, you are my Messiah, to crucify him like that. No, no, God wants to convert our hearts this week. To be able to enter into this entire passion with him. To realize the passionate love with which God embraces all of this for you and your salvation. May that touch our hearts deeply. So that we may not only have palms in our hands today. But that for all eternity we may have the palms of victory. Celebrating the fact that Christ conquered death. That we clung to Christ. And so we reign with him forever in heaven. Friends, that's the goal. And this week, let's keep our eyes on that goal. Looking at Christ on his royal road on the way to the cross and looking beyond the cross into the resurrection that we celebrate in just a few short days.